Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence non-drogue. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. my American. Oh yes, yes, the Americans are here. We are here. Pardon thy. Pardon thy American. Pardon thy thighs. No, I don't know. Sometimes they get a little clammy. That's what ice cubes are for. Our intro gets to people. It does. I will, I will say that. Cause you was it you just sent that TikTok over? Um, which one? That they were trying to say the tracking stuff. Oh watches. yes, yeah. So there's somebody on TikTok yep. obviously listened to our show, and his wife has apparently problems pronouncing words, which we all know. I yeah, mean, that it happens. happens. Yeah, it happens. I do it quite often. And it was funny. Uh, they're trying to say he gave her a hint about their tracking, or it's 25 years. They do it for 25 years, and she tried to guess tracking sasquatches but she couldn't say it it was it was pretty funny yeah it's uh at justin wilfy w-i-l or wilfly wilfly w-i-l-f-l-e-y yeah well wilfly wilfly they have a lot of videos <clears throat> he and his wife just kind of trying to okay wife uh try to say uh try to say this word i can't do it i, can't, I just can't do it <laughs> and he'll he'll break it down he'll be like okay say this one word Okay, that's good. Say now this this is the, the back half of the word. Say that. Perfect. Now say it all together. <clears throat> Can't do it. It is funny, though, because he did mention in his little description thing, it was like the very first time he had ever said it the way he said it, and he doesn't normally, but he said, pardon my America, oh. and not pardon my American, yes. which is a common mistake. But It is very common. People like to say, pardon my America. Yeah. Which, you know, it is what it is, yeah, but... whatever. If you drop that N off, you know, especially with these algorithms you out there. You won't find us. You won't find us. That's for damn sure. It's got to be exact, baby. Well, yeah, everybody. Speaking of that. You guys know that Dave's not here. Look at his look at his empty chair. Oh, it's just so sad. Weren't we going to have some sort of blow-up doll? With oh, a, yeah. With a boner? And then yeah. put the cowboy hat over it or something? I don't know. I think that that would be better than nothing, but <laughs> it is kind of depressing. At least he's got his Lucy over here, you know? That keeps me company. <laughs> but yeah, um, intermittently, you might hear Dave's saw go off. Yeah, he's redoing the, the bathroom and shit upstairs. So uh, he's, he's got the He's doing blade. some sawing oh, on yeah. some, uh, some shiz. The wet saw. Well, yeah. So since we last met, Musk has taken over Twitter. And it's been just nonstop. That's what everybody's talking about. So people are taking, uh, some are taking offense to it. Some are loving it. Some are thinking it's like the greatest thing ever. Some people are quitting. They're just calling it quits on Twitter. Yeah. They're like, peace out. Who was it? Sean King? But apparently he like came back though. Oh, did Because I, I, I seen a post where they like had screenshot that he had deleted his thing. Mm. But then he came back and said, no, I didn't or whatever. 
Oh. Like he must have seen that. It I was didn't like, say I was going to move to Canada. He was getting shit for it, so he came back just because. Yeah. Well, so I think what's going to happen is there's this big push to delete Twitter from the App Store on iPhones. I don't know about on uh, Androids, but yeah, oh. that's that's the next thing. Is imagine that. You know, get rid of the app itself. Hmm. Kind of like how they did with Parler for a while. Yep. So we'll see if that happens. I'd be very surprised if they do, but. Nothing surprises me anymore. I must say that. That is definitely, (laughs) you could say that for, you know, the past two years for sure, right? But uh, like just in, I mean, uh, Elon Musk was saying that the messages, like the private messages on Twitter should be encrypted. Yeah. Like on Signal. So that way they can't be hacked. They can't be watched. Oh, So you can have private conversations. Yeah. Which... Makes sense to me, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like this. You got this tug of war kind of going on. Like, is Elon a good guy? Is he bad? Is he deep state? I don't know. Is he, Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he does kind of have some shady remarks. There there shady are points right? that people have brought up that make sense on both sides. Yeah. Like the, the whole Neuralink brain chip. Yeah. Saying that we need to merge with AI in order to stop AI or something. It just always weirded me out. It's like, wait a second. So... Are you into transhumanism? Because that is a big no-no for me. You know? Um, I think he... I don't know if he is or not, but I think he definitely uh, takes advantage of interests that people have and exploits them to make money. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? If he has the means, he has the funds, he has the capabilities... Mm. He can make some money off whatever idea is out there. Whenever I think of Neuralink, I think of the video of the monkey who had the thing in implanted in its brain. Mm. And it was driving around this remote control with his mind. Mm. He didn't have, he wasn't walking. He was just strapped into this chair. <laughs> moved it with his freaking mind, bro. Huh. I think he went over to get some snacks or something. You know what I mean? He was a hungry mm. monkey, but... Yeah, I'm just thinking, okay, so if we can move things like, you know, devices with our minds, mm-hmm. it's going to get weird. It's well, it's already, already going to get weird. I seen a video earlier today where this guy called an Uber and this Uber showed up and there was no driver. Mm. It's just a, a self-driving car showed up to yeah, take that's, him somewhere. And that's he got, definitely. And he got in the back passenger seat mm. and didn't even get in the front. He got in the back and a screen popped up on like the headrest. Yeah, And I was like, hello, David, whatever his name is. Oh, David. Where would you like to go today? And he typed in the thing and it said, <laughs> okay, and it took off. Do you want to go to the strip club again, David? <laughs> it's the third time this week. Are you sure? It like questions your morality. <laughs> you sure. Makes you feel ashamed. Are you sure you can afford this trip? Yeah. That's, that's the new age of these cars. It's like, <laughs> your social credit score will drop, David. Are you sure you'd like to go to the strip club? And it's always got to have a weird English accent. Yeah. Just because. Well, it'd be like Alfred, the uh, butler. I, yeah. I feel yeah. like any kind of ro- robotronic talking machine has to have some kind of proper properness to it. Well, that's and, true. And weird, like, because they're always got some accent in the future. Yeah. Like movies always put an accent on the robot voices. And they're always called David. So I kind of had it backwards there. Oh. So the the passenger wouldn't be David. David would be the the AI robot. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like in Prometheus, you had David. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's always just, I don't know. It's one of those names. Maybe Dave can look up into that, you know? He is a David. He is. We'll leave it up to him. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things where 
I don't know what to think about Musk, man. I I know right now he's saying all the right things. Yeah. So maybe that's a, a coincidence. But it's kind of he's saying the right things at the right time when we need him to say the right things at the right time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of a weird way of saying it, but the the first amendment, free speech is what it's all about right now. Because that's how we got in this mess is um I guess you could say truthers that people telling the truth yeah. have been kind of fighting this battle with one arm tied behind their back, if not both. And what he has come and done is unlocked our handcuffs or untied our hands. So now people seemingly can speak freely on Twitter. We'll see if that is. That's you know, what it looks like so far. That's, anyway. Yeah. People have been testing the waters. They've yeah. been saying some very spicy things on there. You know, I've been throwing a couple out there. Especially about election results, we'll see what happens. No, but you know, it's it's one of those things where yes, I agree with you, Musk. I agree that this is one of our number one issues. It's the First Amendment for a reason, okay? Free speech, right? Freedom of speech, motherfucker. So yeah, it, that is good. But yeah, his his whole history with the transhumanism involvement, um. There is some weird things about he was pro this uh, big C jib jab yeah. back in the day. Now, here's the deal is I kind of uh, how do you feel about that? Because like for me is the data has changed, obviously, right? Yeah. Over the past year, people have been taking this whole jibby jabby thingy. Well, yeah. And, and people certain- that were were for it in the beginning have kind of looked at the data and now they're not so much. Yes. Like in. And you can't judge someone just off of their their first impression of something, like because, like you said, the data obviously came out and was wasn't what they said it was, and people have changed their minds. Yeah, and you're allowed to change your mind sometimes. It just because you thought one way at one period of time, and you over over time you've changed the way your outlook on that thing doesn't make you less of a person you just changed your mind well it that's it, yeah sometimes it doesn't make you the well, evil person. that's what life's all about it's yeah. about learning and growing and changing your mind well it may be. you yeah. don't or just it's about, it depends on what those things are yeah or honestly. solidifying your beliefs even further but as i was never here says musk is a military contractor that's another thing yeah he that whole Neuralink thing or not Neuralink, but the uh starlink yeah that is military contracted Right. You're, you ain't getting in space without going through the military first. Right. Or mm-hmm. at least going through some sort of government agency some checklists. Yeah. So it's definitely. But then again, he's provided Internet services to many countries that have gone out. Mm-hmm. So, to speak. I, you know, if that's what you want to say. But Ukraine, he provided Internet service to. Uh, I always forget the frickin the place who it was like that island. They had their Internet services cut. Like the underwater lines were cut. Oh, yeah. To Tonga or something. I, I don't know. I'm so bad. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, I think that that is going to come into play because if something does happen with our internet, as people have been speculating because the WEF is all over that shit, right? Mm-hmm. WEF. WEF. Good old WEF. Klaus. WEF Klaus. Mr. Klaus, you like your internet? <clears throat> Say goodbye. Yeah. Uh... That has definitely been talked about even more and more as of late because of filings and information being put out that 
that you usually don't let get out. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, I I kind of know what you're saying. But here here's the deal. Where I was going with that is like the Starlink provides internet for when we will need it. Yeah. All righty. Now, we did have that incident where 40 of his satellites got corrupted, blown up, blown to smithereens. I like that phrase, blown to smithereens. Why do we never use smithereens anymore? I don't know. What is What technically is smithereens? What is a smithereen? How big is a smithereen? Mm, yeah. I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> so, and you know, who who did that? And how did it happen? It was blamed on some sort of solar flare, but the solar flare just happened to ruin his satellites, not anybody else's. Yeah, so. that doesn't make any sense. How would it only hit his? And maybe maybe that wasn't reported in the story. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm looking too far down into the, the weeds of things, but it's like, okay, come on. He's trying to set up some sort of alternate internet source or source just in case anything happens. Are you looking up <laughs> how big Smithereens is? Oh. It only says fragments or splintered pieces or bits or atoms. It derives from an Irish, Irish word. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, you know, the more you know, everybody. <laughs> so smithereen is, is a relative term. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. Musk is now opening up the floodgates here on Twitter because conservatives are questioning the huge spikes in their followers. Okay. Yeah, there's several people that have reported several thousand more over the first couple of days that he took over. Yeah, so in that first article under the Musk Twitter section, I have this New York Post article. It says, Donald Trump Jr. led the way in questioning the giant spike, which saw him gain 87,296 new followers by Tuesday and another 119 and 22 by Wednesday. Wow. After This is after That's weeks. That's a lot. After weeks of averaging roughly 7,000 per day. So he, he basically, you know, exponentially grew 10 times. More, yeah. than, more than 10 times his average followers. So it, that would leave you to question, uh, did something, obviously an algorithm got changed, right? Yeah. Something got changed. And we, we have personally experienced this, and I did want to kind of touch on this with you just to see, like, what were your thoughts of, do you remember when this happened to us? Not saying like we're we're big shit or anything, but I'm just saying yeah. that you could tell. It's obvious when something happens and it's overnight. It's mm-hmm. not just like it slow trickle down. It's like, oh, it's, there there it is. All, all of a sudden there it is, boom, and then there it is, boom, it's gone. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it is almost like you poke a hole at once and then it's like a thousand holes. And then there there they go. But you know, it's there has to be some way to flip it on because what did Musk do? What did he do? I don't know. So there was uh, reports that he locked the source code when he first got in there. Mm-hmm. So no one can yeah, go in. Yeah, so and- not no one. So no normal employee could go in and make unauthorized changes. Mm. The way it should be. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which leads me to believe that there was a lot of tinkering with the way Twitter worked. Just by normal employees, depending on how they saw things. Mm, Tinkerbells. Mm. And it had a little Tinkerbells in that service over there. Little gremlins of Twitter. Yes. So, yeah. And to me, that must have done something because now you're having not just Donald Trump Jr., but you have who else here? Ron DeSantis. Mm. Okay. 
he got $205,000 in the, or 205,000 followers in the last two days. And then you had Dana Loesch. She's a conservative radio host. She had 22,000 followers in the last two days, up from a daily average of 574 per day. All righty. So it's just, it's going up and up and up. And there's just so many, right? Tucker Carlson, yeah. Matt Gates, you got everybody. And, well, and there's a lot of people that actually came back to Twitter also. Oh, like yeah. As soon as, as soon as Elon bought it, a lot of people that had left or got banned, got or, something. banned or something, they created another account or their yes. account got turned back on. Reinstated. Yeah. Yeah. I know Tucker Carlson was on a suspension. His got out of suspension. Yeah. But, as soon as Elon took over. Yeah. Uh, Tucker posted and said, I'm back mm-hmm. like immediate, almost immediately. However, on the opposite side though. So on the, the, the woke side, mm-hmm. all right, you have like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Cortez, AOC. She shed more than 38,000 followers in the last few days. In the last 10 days prior to Wednesday, she gained an average of 966 followers per day. So she wasn't gaining a lot, but she lost a lot. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with the VP, Mr. Cam or Mrs. Kamala Harris. Okay. Whoa, Freudian slip. Well, there are no genders here. Okay, we're gender fluid now. No. Come on, people. So Kamala Ding Dong lost more than twenty eight thousand followers on her personal Twitter account, mm. and she was on an average she was gaining twenty three hundred a day. So she also tested positive for COVID. She did, mm. which is. It's different. You know, it's, it's out there. It's the same message everybody else said, too. It's, uh, yeah. It's just the, the growing list of Democrats are getting COVID. I don't know what it is, but. Mm. He, uh, Musk did also say, he, I think it was today or yesterday that he made a, he put out a tweet saying that uh, he was going to make the verification process that all humans were going to be verified, mm-hmm. which would potentially eliminate all bot accounts or anyone that couldn't verify that they were actually a living person. That's, so that that's would, I, that would explain all the, the follower decreases Yeah, from these people. Like if they had just had fake accounts going following them to make their number seem bigger, yep. that all of a sudden they dropped off. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking was uh, going on here is like you had this, you singed the bot activity. Yeah. You just kind of stopped it. And so, I don't know if this the bots were like, okay, here's a bot to gain you followers every single day. It's like the slow trickle of followers. Mm. And he cut that off. So no new followers. But the the losing followers is what's kind of weird. Maybe it eliminated the bot accounts altogether. Mm. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to know how many, as soon as Musk took over, how many Twitter accounts were created or deleted yeah no and it's i don't know if that shit happens overnight man and i don't know if he has any control over whether that happens overnight of course he does does he he's a ceo he owns the fucking thing he can literally do whatever he wants it's literally it's legitimately a private company now yeah and it's funny the way it was all always spun before like oh Oh, you don't like being banned on Twitter? What's a private company? They can choose to do whatever they want. Well, mm-hmm. technically, it wasn't a private company. It was ran by a board and shareholders. Yeah. Well, and that's funny. That now you, it's a private company. It's funny you bring that up because that's that's always what everybody's saying, right? It's like, oh, gosh, what? You know, this is a private company. 
Yeah. Twitter could do whatever the hell they want to do, okay? <laughs> Even though the Saudi prince is one of the largest shareholders, used to be, whatever. You know, it's it's not just yeah. uh, an American company. It's a private company, mm-hmm. just owned by very powerful people. But we had some shock and awe going on, okay? Shock and awe. Yeah, and, and one of the funniest clips going around here is this. Um, it's the Red State article. This is MSNBC host worries that Musk's Twitter could secretly ban politicians and influence elections. Really? So actually, it's this first one in the disembowel there. There we go. Yeah, so this is just a shocking lack of self-awareness here, right? This guy was hilarious. I actually laughed out loud when I saw this clip of him. It's like, uh, do you not realize that that is what Twitter and the left has been doing the entire last maybe five, six years, if not more? Yeah. Did you not hear what you just said? Yeah. That's literally been happening the whole time. Mm-hmm. Where one of two things either you are so behind on what's going on you have completely no idea and you're just you're dumb nah or this is uh yeah you're, you're just saying what you were already doing and putting it out there is and trying to mirror it towards musk he's a liar and he's projecting yeah because this in the words of adam carolla you're either stupid or you're a liar yeah and in this i believe the latter is true so this is Ari Melber. He hosts the show called The Beat on MSNBC. And he was very concerned with Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Um, he says, uh, basically, in this stack, or stunning lack of self-awareness and cognitive dissonance, perhaps ever committed on the World Wide Web, Melber took the air on Monday to express his fears about the demise of fair play on Twitter. Fair play. Let's listen to what this man has to say. It's brilliant. You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or no. all of its candidates. No. All of its nominees. Or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn what? up the reach of something else. And you can. The rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. After the election? Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech philosophically clear, open-minded helper. Wow. Yes, he is. (laughs) So, and yes, you're right. That is absolutely true that that could be, you know, that could happen. That could happen. Theoretically, okay, it's not like it was happening the last five to ten years. I mean, Twitter would never do that until now because Musk. Yeah, Musk Musk could if he wanted to. He's going to kick all those people off, right? So, I mean, just how dumb. And so this article goes in and just says, like, hello, do you remember when Trump was banned? The president of the United States. Yeah. You're talking about political parties, your opposition party. Yeah. Getting banned. Isn't that what happened to Trump? You dumb effer. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. And what? So here's the deal. It's like the suspension of the New York Post for reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop story during the election. And you didn't hear about that until, oh, let me see, after the election. Hmm. And the Project Veritas ban for actually committing journalism. So remember when Project Veritas had the expose Fauci, hashtag expose Fauci. Remember that? Yeah. And it was referring to or referring to DARPA documents stating that, yes, uh, we know where this virus came from. 
Everybody out there can go take a look at it, but Project Veritas reported on it and they banned them. Now, we don't know if any, I mean, if anyone working for Twitter intentionally did any of this, but I can, I bet, I bet they didn't. Uh, I bet it was all a misunderstanding. It had to, no one would really do that, Greg. Yeah, you're right. No one would do that on purpose. That wouldn't, that wouldn't. That's not how things work mm. in this country. Yeah. So essentially, this was this was one of those things where you kind of have uh, you have Jack Dorsey, who was the CEO at the time when all of this banning was happening, right? And he was saying that it was some sort of glitch. Mm. It was a glitch in the algorithm. It's always a glitch that most pe- likely people are getting banned due to a glitch. And I just, he said that under oath. So I wonder what's going to happen to Mr. Dorsey. And maybe that's why he is, you know, maybe he's being uh, coerced. Mm. He's saying, hey, look, we we caught you lying under oath about this whole algorithm thing. So do you want to go to prison or do you want to support your new CEO? You better step down here soon. Okay. Because we got plans for a little musky to come in. Well, you know, I, I mean, if anyone would end up finding out the truth, whether he lied or not, it would be Musk. Because now he has all the access he ever wanted to find out. Well, clearly. Right? And this is... One About of the, anything. Yeah. But I think that the, um, everybody pointing out these conservative accounts gaining a bunch of followers and these woke-ass accounts losing a bunch of followers... That's the first step of going, what's going on here? It's the first step of revealing something is off. Yeah. And this whole algorithm to shut things down, it exists. And I think I have a Project Veritas clip here. Oh, wait, I, I don't. But Project Veritas came out, and they had a, a clip of two two people on, uh, what was it? Uh... Oh gosh, what is the, what's the, they were on some uh, Slack. Yes, it was like a web forum where they communicate mm. back and forth, like via text message yeah. or whatnot. And they were talking and they were like, yeah, but if this whole thing existed, like we could, we could shut off, you know, people's reach. We would never do that, right? Well, well you can do it in the front end or something. All right. So the, <laughs> there's stuff coming out left and right. That's what I'm trying to say is that. People are realizing that Twitter was up to no good. Yeah. And the the, the sooner they people realize that, the sooner they're going to come to the conclusion, like, wait, if Twitter can do this, that means all of them can do it. You would think. You would think that that would be the conclusion, right? Or at least that's your next step is you go, okay, well, if Twitter's doing this. Is Facebook yeah. doing it? Is Facebook doing it? Oh. Wait. Face, oh, Facebook's doing it. Is YouTube doing it? Mm. Oh, Wait. Are all these companies ran exactly the same? Hmm. hmm. That'd be the questions that would start running across people's minds. Yes. Right? And so you have, um, you know, that was just one priceless video. I mean, that will live on in infamy. <laughs> it's just like, hello. How in, in how more in the face can you be? Yeah. Like, he literally just told you exactly what they're doing. Well, and he's just... Like, are you literally living under a rock for the last uh, five years? Um, Adam Schiff also freaked out about this. And on that, yes. So he goes, 
He put out a tweet and he says, here's my take on the world's richest man buying Twitter. He makes a great car and a rocket, but I'm concerned his personal views will stop the fight against disinformation on social media. The problem on Twitter hasn't been too much content moderation. It's too much hate. Mm. Oh, boy. So he's concerned. He's concerned about disinformation. Of course they are. But, but, there's just one thing about Schiff. Let's go ahead and play this role here. What's he say? Well, look, I've been very clear over the last uh, year, year and a half, uh, that there is ample evidence of collusion in plain sight. But look, you can see evidence in plain sight uh, on the issue of collusion, pretty compelling evidence. Have you seen, do you have direct evidence of collusion with Russia? Nope. Well, I think there is direct evidence. I think it's corrupt and evidence of collusion. What's your evidence? You've been saying that on TV for years. Well, I will tell you, and and I've also been saying, as you know, that the evidence is in plain sight, not hidden anywhere. Uh, but as I've said along, there's plenty of evidence of collusion and corrupt uh, commingling. On the issue of collusion, the the reality is that there is ample evidence of collusion in plain sight, and okay. it has been Go ahead, buzz. <laughs> You it, notice it's just a phrase. It's in, in plain sight, Greg. In plain sight. Well, where is this evidence you've been saying for years? Well, I will tell you, it's in plain sight. Hmm. There's ample evidence. Uh, if you just look for it, it's in plain sight. Yeah, that's a certain type of propaganda where they make you feel like an idiot. It's like, well, everybody knows. Yeah. Well, well, you should know by now because it's been reported on numerous blah, blah, blah. That's- well, and that's a tactic. You you repeat the same thing enough times, people tend to start repeating you. Yeah. And they believe it because yeah. you're it's just being repeated so much. So you go on live TV so many times and re- repeat this ample evidence in plain sight. Now everyone that f- follows you is now going to repeat that same thing, not knowing any information at all. Yes. And I know when you write like formal essays, formal Mm. papers and whatnot, starting a sentence with it's commonly known or it's ubiquitously known or everybody knows that like you never say that shit. Like that just means that, wait a second, what? Everybody knows this? Literally? Like I could just go to the grocery store and be like, Checking out my stuff. Hey, how you doing? Did you find everything at the store today? Yes, I did. Did you know that Russia and Trump colluded? Hey, Carl, on check aisle three, did you Mm. know that there's ample evidence in plain sight? It's in plain sight. Well, yes, I did. Mm. My name's Carl. I knew that. It's there. I mean... (laughs) Can you not see? You obviously can't see. Okay, yeah. that's and you know, if you maybe can't I'm see being, that it's in plain sight, then you're a blind person. Yeah, maybe I'm being prejudiced. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, I got to think about your sight. Maybe you're just uh, not seeing 2020 there. So that's that's really the thing is he never came out with this so-called evidence, and he even said that they, they had the smoking gun. For God's sakes, the smoking gun. The, yeah. This whole like collusion thing happened, and it was. Oh, Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia, right? Mm -hmm. But it never came to surface. You know why? Because it was all Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. and the Democratic Party. They all created it. And it came out in the Durham report. Right? Yeah. It just came out. I mean, everybody can read that. That's evidence. That's what you'd go do. You go, go, okay, well, uh, so shift. Uh, Where is this thingy? Or shift, I guess. Where's the evidence? 
but I did want. Well, it's right here. Can't you see? There's ample evidence. Well, so this is what's fun. <laughs> what's hilarious is he actually has to create evidence, mm-hmm. fabricate. Well, he doesn't. He just has to repeat that exact thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's true. But I did bring up his uh, when he was reciting his version of the oh, actual yeah. um, the phone call. Right. When Trump originally got impeached mm-hmm. and this is on the CNN article here. So this is CNN politics and I would play it from right around here. But wait just a second. So this is from the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. OK. Mm-hmm. And. Before this happened, before Schiff even talked about this and he read this in front of the world, Trump released the transcript of his phone call with Zelensky. Yeah. And then he literally went in. And read this, and everyone's like, "Are you, what? What the hell are you doing?" Yes. So um, Schiff went in front of the world on in, in front of the Senate floor, and he read his version of what he thought the phone call said, yeah, and and how it went. But he listen to how he phrases this. This is about a, a minute or so. Okay. Well, it reads like a classic organized crime shakedown. <laughs> Shorn of its rambling character, and in not so many words, this is the essence of what the president communicates. The essence of. (laughs) We've been very good to your country. Very good. No other country has done as much as we have. But you know what? I don't see much reciprocity here. I hear what you want. I have a favor I want from you, though. Unzip the pants. And I'm going to say this only seven times, so you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent. Understand lots of it on this (laughs) and on that. I'm going to put you in touch with people, not just any people. I'm going to put you in touch with Attorney General of the United States, my Attorney General, Bill Barr. He's got the whole weight of the American law enforcement behind him. Oh, no. And I'm going to put you in touch with Rudy. You're going to love him. Trust me. You know what I'm asking, and so I'm only going to say this a few more times in a few more ways. I thought it was seven. And by the way, don't call me again. I'll call you when you've done what I asked. Uh, this is, in sum, in character, what the president was trying to communicate. Okay, pause it. In sum, in character. This is, in essence, <laughs> of what he says. Like, what? This is not <laughs> what he said. You're not, making shit up? Not at all what he said. And how planned did that sound, bro? How planned, that sounded so scripted, that sounded like you're writing a script for a movie. Right? Yeah, and you could tell, like, (laughs) if he actually had something that Trump wrote, or a transcript of whatever Trump said, Mm -hmm. a lot of that is not how Trump talks. But that was. That was exactly how he, he talked. He's like... You're going to love Rudy. Believe me, you're going to love that, him. That part was. The whole five or six sentences before that yeah. was not. Now listen, don't he call had, me again. They, it's like they got three quarters of the way through what they were putting in and were like, oh shit, this doesn't sound like what he would say. Put, yeah. it, put how much he loves Rudy. I don't see Trump saying reciprocity. No, I don't either. He'd be like, I'm not seeing the same coming back from your side. Or something like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not seeing the same thing here. Uh, he's he's more, he's way more simplistic and to the point. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. 
And that's what they were trying to do. Obviously, that sounded like a script. He thought that Trump wasn't going to release that transcript. So he read his version of the transcript. Yeah, and it also sounded like he was almost had like a a voice going through his head as he was reading that going, fuck me, fuck me. Fuck yeah, he's me, like, because he knows should, that I got released right before he was and he's thinking, read that. I should have summarized this. <laughs> I should not be reading this verbatim. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have read that verbatim because you look like a liar because you are one. Mm-hmm. Now there's all this shit coming out about the, the Durham stuff, too. There's emails pretty much implicating Adam Schiff knew all about the collusion stuff, too. Duh. He was part of the gang eight. Well, right? yeah. You know what I mean? The original posse I, that I went I think in. the list is going to keep climbing, honestly. Yeah. Yes. So, and there's some stuff about Adam Schiff and the Standard Hotel that is a little fishy. Everybody mm. should look that up. It gets a little weird there. Okay. So, I'm just, you know, I'm not saying he did anything. I'm just saying go look up the Standard Hotel. But also, while you're doing that, look up Aura, okay? Because the way that they use the or way that you use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, devices, and more in all or yeah, all in one easy to use app. So the the app is super easy and it's elegant. Yeah. Okay. And it, the questions to sign up for this guy is I mean They're like, how many times do you wipe your butt? I'm like, how do they know this? (laughs) You know, seven? (laughs) Wrong. 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 No, but I'm just saying that that these these guys do actually protect your identity theft, your financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more because there's so much on that freaking app that you're saying, whoa. And guys, these these guys are very good. I had an interaction with them today. Uh Uh-huh. We had to re-sign on our part of our fifth wheel because they got a VIN num- a number in the VIN wrong. Uh-huh. So we had to re-sign that piece of paper. Those VINs can be tricky. Well, they had to re-pull the information when we had to re-sign. Mm. And within 10 minutes, I got another notification from Aura asking if this is what's happening, if it was me. And if it is, is, then no worries. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's insurance on your identity, on your devices, on your life. Yeah. All righty. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a... F- 30-day free trial when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection, huge savings, and that 30-day free trial. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Aura, the new standard in digital security. And while you do that, do it with a Lucy in your mouth, okay? If you got, you know, a tooth hole, put a pouch in there, all right? It fits. Trust me. I used to have a, a tooth hole. Okay, I got a little porcelain one now, but look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? And Dave does feel very good about this, okay? He's he's the man with the plan for Lucy. He has Lucy in his mouth 24-7. All the time. Uh, as soon as we got a hold of this stuff, Dave was super excited. He, well, yes. Because he was he was a, a chewer. Yeah. And this stuff came along, and it it changed everything. He does nothing but Lucy now. That's all the only thing he oh, uses. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and his dentist gave him compliments. He did. He goes, did you quit chewing? Your, your gums are amazing. Oh, my goodness. You look livelier. <laughs> 
Um, what did you do? He's like, I've been working out a little bit. It's not so also, I it's use fun. Lucy. Yeah, it's Lucy. You should try Lucy, okay? Lucy, you're going to love it. <laughs> so if you enjoy using Lucy or using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co. And use promo code PARDON at checkout. We must read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, so remember... Lucy.co, promo code pardon. Go do it. Helps us out. Helps you out. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Megan Fox. She's back at drinking blood. All right. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Not back to it. I don't think they ever stopped. That's true. It's it's probably like a uh, nightly thing. Maybe. Or uh, maybe only a, during okay, rituals. Maybe I'm like, you know, <laughs> those rituals only come around maybe once a month when the moon comes out. <laughs> I did read. So this is a. Uh, I want to find this little quote here. I did read. So this is what's going on. Megan Fox admits to participating in blood drinking rituals with rapper fiance, right? Machine Gun Kelly, MGK. But they only consume their their blood for, quote, r- ritual purposes. Yeah. Um. So I, re- I found this. I don't know if this is actually accurate. But apparently, Megan Fox said that she reads tarot cards and she's into astrology. Really? And then she was practicing metaphysical practices and meditations. She does rituals on new moons and full moons and all of these things. Hmm. Hmm. So, I, you know, maybe. I, I could see her. I mean, def- honestly... <laughs> To each their own. Mm-hmm. If, if you, as a couple, want to like cut each other and lick up each other's blood, bro, that's a weird. That's weird. You're a weird person. It is very. But bizarre. what you guys do in the privacy of your own thing is is what you do. Yeah. But you're fucking weird. Yeah, and it's just it's not normal. It's not normal to drink blood. You know. I mean, have you noticed like the pictures of her? She's getting more and more looking like a vampire. Oh yes. The vampires are in the house now. I can hear them. <laughs> like you look at this, you look at this picture. Yeah, she just looks like a dolled up. We're showing. She the... looks like a dolled up vampire to me. Well, yes, in the video, she does have a lot of makeup on. Okay, now you like, don't need it, ladies. Like she showed I'm just up. Saying. She showed up, and she's like, "Oh, I am a dead vampire. I have." Dead white, pale skin. Oh, I need to give myself some color. And that's they, why they, they over they overdid it. Oh, so they're not drinking their own blood. They're drinking someone's blood. Maybe they're drinking, I don't know. Maybe they're drinking someone's blood, but then cutting themselves so it drains out and drinking it again. Oh, they're mixing? (laughs) You never mix and match. (laughs) I don't know. Type A, type B? No. I don't know. That's going to clot your ass. Can vampires not drink another vampire's blood? That's a great question. We should ask a vampire one of these days. We should have a vampire on the show. I would be all about that. Because there are people that consider themselves vampires if in I, real life. So here's the deal. With my little studio down in my, you know, freaking whatever, <laughs> the sauna room, whatever yeah. you want to call it, uh, I want to interview freaking weirdos like that. I don't think you should get a vampire in that room. No, not in the room. There's no way to escape. Yeah. Uh, even if you, there, there's, only, there's only one entrance, but there's only one entrance here. Yes. But that room is tight and you couldn't. Maneuver yourself around the ramp, the vampire to escape. I feel uh, like. Yeah, he did, they didn't move too fast. I would be cornered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a uh, 
there's no there's no trap door in that room. It's very uh mm. if you were claustrophobic, you would definitely not want to be in this new pod room. Okay. This is very <laughs> very nice. But I tight. think it would be very entertaining for me. Yeah. I don't know about everyone else. But if we had someone like talk to someone, maybe not had them in the studio, but talk oh, to yeah. someone that actually thought they were a vampire and just to get, you know, an idea of how they think. Yes. Well, I mean, we could do we could take this podcast on the road, baby. <laughs> okay? We have a local psychic in town, and I I've, oh, I've always wanted to talk to one and just be like, "Okay, so how did you learn this ability? Did you go to school for it or did it just come to you one night?" I think it just Can I do this too? I think maybe you're you're born with it. Like Maybelline? <laughs> Whatever's caked all over Megan Fox's face? Yeah. So, yes, I mean, Glamour, <laughs> Megan Fox had this Glamour <laughs> magazine interview. This was published Tuesday. Fox addressed rumors that the Hollywood power couple drank each other's blood after he proposed to her, admitting that her and MGK routinely engage in the blood-drinking rituals. I guess, like, drank each other's blood might mislead people or, like, people imagining us with goblets. We're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood, but no, it's just a few drops. But yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for, for ritual purposes only. Okay. So we have this little video here, and we can just pop that open. This is the clip that's kind of going viral about uh, good old Megan. Mm. <laughs> here we go. I guess drank each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblets and we're like game of thrones drinking each other's blood it's just a few drops but yes we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only (laughs) it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it he's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like take my soul let me oh. on you. <laughs> it doesn't not happen. Let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that, but it a version of that has happened uh, many times. Okie dokie. You hear that very nervous laugh in the background? <laughs> <laughs> oh. She's kidding, right? Oh, he, he does do that every once in a while. <laughs> I want to go home. I miss mommy. Yeah, that's... Uh, you're fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like, ha 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 ha, giggle puss my ass. Get out of here. <laughs> MGK's taking some fucking glass and cutting his chest open saying, Take I, my I want to bleed on you. That's, what? You're, they're weird. That's weird. That's not what normal people do. Normal person, you approach them and say, hey, uh, we do this for fun. You want to drink a couple drops of each other's blood? Mm-hmm. A normal person's going to go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's when you go. Uh, my stomach doesn't feel very well. I think I'm going to have to go home and never call you again. Check, please. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So Jack Posobiec wrote on Twitter, Satanists conduct, or yeah, Satanists conduct blood drinking ceremonies as a perversion of the sacrifice of the blood of Christ. It is a ritualistic part of their black mass. Oh, I don't know if that's where she's going, but you know. But there's also a lot of memes going around. Like there's this one with Alex Jones just like pointing at the screen laughing. There's one of uh, (laughs) Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly 2030. And it's 
What's the movie? Go back to that article and scroll down. You'll see. It's uh, this one. What is that movie? Oh, that is... Uh, it's like Chainsaw Massacre or some shit. No, it's... Uh, fuck. I can't remember the name of it. It's Devil... Uh, uh, something with a bullet. Bullet shell. I don't know. It's a, it's a horror movie game, guys. But there's also these memes going around with videos of just plush serene environments like serenity and it says society if news organizations were to stop interviewing mgk and megan fox and just life would be totally perfect oh natural born killers that's what it is right i think so yeah so it's a picture of woody harrelson (laughs) and uh julia juliet something something anyway yeah so i watched the whole Juliet lewis juliet lewis I watched the whole interview interview on this glamour uh, interview, and most of it was pretty woke shit, like talking about transgenderism, talking about women's rights, talking about all this other stuff, and mm-hmm. she did talk about she had an ayahuasca trip with MGK. Oh. Yeah, they went somewhere and had a little trip on ayahuasca, and if... None of you out there really know the ayahuasca will open up that third eyeball, right? Mm-hmm. It's certainly take uh, you to a new place. Certainly will release something to make you trip balls. And I know people have taken it. I know Joe Rogan has taken it, saying some people can talk to aliens and shit. Well, beings, beings, yeah, you know. And so it's it's like you never know what you're going to get, though. So it's kind of a risky move. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just because I feel like it what you see what is what is kind of in the back of your mind all the time. Mm. Even stuff you don't know you're thinking about, like just stuff in your head. Yeah. So sometimes I don't know, depending on what you've been through in your life, you may not want to do it. Because what if some just weird, nightmares, crazy shit shows up? It's kind of like that MSNBC host who just realized Twitter can be used against us. (laughs) Am I on ayahuasca? (laughs) I'm on a bad trip. That's it. That's it. Elon (laughs) Musk didn't buy Twitter. I'm just tripping out. Yeah. I'm just on a bad trip right now. That's all that's happening. Yeah. So this whole, they did an ayahuasca trip. And the thing that caught my ear was she said um, they were kind of all, you know, sitting around in the tent doing their thing, and they were speaking their native tongue, and they said they had a translator there. Because this is, you know, on yonder. I don't know where the hell this is. I was going to say, they went in a tent? You got to travel to do this, because I don't think it's legal here in the United States. And I don't know if it actually grows here. I don't know. Maybe people can tell me, but... I don't know. Maybe on, like, reservations... Yeah, people usually travel and they go see like someone who knows what the fuck they're doing, right? Because it, you get pretty sick from what I hear. Hmm. When you drink ayahuasca or, you know, make the ayahuasca concoction, you get pretty vomitous, right? You're going to, you're going to shit yourself. Really? You're going to puke. You're going to feel like icky. Is that what he drank in Yellowstone? He drank it when he went and sat by the tree. He drank it in Breaking Bad. I don't know about Yellowstone, but Breaking Bad, he definitely had an ayahuasca trip. Hmm. But this is, um, 
they were going around. They had the translator. They said they came over to Megan Fox and said, you know, you're going to have one cup. You know, you're going to take it easy. This is your first time. And they went over to MGK and they're like, they said something in their native tongue. <laughs> and the translator's like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh yes. Oh, yeah. Looking at MGK like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. You maybe give him and he a came, cup. He, no, he came over and goes, he will need three glasses. He has a dark demon hanging <laughs> he has above. A dark demon. He has a dark demon hang, hanging above him. And everybody in the room was like, "Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. there it is. I see uh, it now." Right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe four cup. Ah. Uh, it turns out to be he just had a tall shadow. Mm. It was like the way that the lighting hit MGK's hair, something <laughs> happened and they go, oh, "That's a demon." <laughs> so, so, I don't know. Turns out to be not true, but no. So that's the thing is they kind of will go the extra step to get these weird experiences. So it doesn't surprise me because taking that, going and taking ayahuasca, like actually traveling to another country, sitting down with the local folk and saying, give me something to drink that will fuck me up and make me puke and shit myself. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. But... The I don't out, care what you see. The outcome. It's kind of like, uh, well, this is a, I guess, a miniature way of describing it. But when you take a cold shower, mm-hmm. this is very uh, nonchalant way of describing it. Okay. <laughs> this is like elementary way. But yeah. when you take a cold shower, it's uncomfortable. You don't want to do it. Right. You just, even before you get in, you turn it all the way to cold. And you go, oh boy, here I go. And you hop in. And that first, you know what I mean? And you're in there and you're doing your dance and you're like, oh my God, this sucks. But eventually you kind of like, you come to it and you're going, okay, not too bad. You come to it? Yeah. You're like, it's not too bad. I feel like I can get through this. And you last for, you know, another couple minutes, maybe a minute. But when you get out, this is where you feel the best. Mm. When you get out, you go, wow, my body's never felt better. I like taking cold showers in the summertime. Yes. Pretty much all summer. As soon as it's like 70 degrees outside, at least regularly, I usually take a cold shower every time. Yeah. Who doesn't? But, I mean, in the dead of winter. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Just turn it ice cold. Jump on in. Not doing that. So, and some people alternate, you know, they'll go extremely hot, extremely cold, extremely hot. Or, you know, like you've heard of the, um, you're in the hot tub, you know. Yeah, people take, go jump in the pool. For like sports and stuff, they do like ice baths and stuff like that. Yeah, they'll go jump in the pool, be like, oh, this is so cold. And they'll go back in the hot tub. So, yeah, Yeah. Megan Fox experiencing all of these things and exploring these things doesn't surprise me. But the whole ripping the chest open with a piece of glass or a blade like he gets so into it that he just wants to just slice and dice himself yeah and something else i did see in this this uh commercial or not commercial but this interview was that she had a psychotic breakdown Mm-mm. she she did yes they referred to it like everybody knows about it they're like mm. so about your psychotic breakdown you know like uh, i think i remember something like that, like after she did the first Transformers or something. 
Yes. Because it was like right as she was doing like all the plastic surgery and stuff like that, I feel uh, like. Did she have plastic surgery? Yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, everybody. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, yeah. So she she does look like um, she smells like cigarettes and bubble gum. I'm just going to throw that out there. Cigarettes and bubble gum. Okay. Hmm. That's, okay. She's got that look going on, okay? And it's only getting worse. So she had a psychological breakdown after uh, over the fear of being mocked in Hollywood. Hmm. Okay, so 2009. Uh, oh, the actress. Thir- oh, so this is an article from 2019. Oh, okay. This says Megan Fox is opening up about a dark period in her life. The actress, 33 spoke to Entertainment Tonight about nearly reaching a breaking point after the 2009 release of Jennifer's Body. So 2009, she had a freaking breaking point. She found herself consistently being sexualized in films and media. Go figure! Hollywood sexualizing women? No! That doesn't happen. What'd you think you were getting into? Megan Fox? Quote, It wasn't just that movie. It was everyday life for me all the time with every project I worked on and every producer I worked with, Fox said. It proceeded to break me down. Hmm. I think I had a genuine psychological breakdown where I just wanted to do nothing. I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to have to take a photo, do a magazine, walk a carpet. I didn't want to have to be seen in public at all because of the fear and belief and the absolute certainty that I was going to be mocked, spat at, or someone was going to yell at me, or people would stone me. Stone Or savage me for just being out. She thought people were literally just going to start throwing rocks at her? Yeah. But I'm telling you, look up a picture of Megan Fox in 2019, and compare that to today. So, yeah, uh, the Transformers movies, the first one she was in is 2007. She did the second one, which was in 2009, and then she was never in one again. Okay. Well, this this apparently was after Jennifer's body because yes, oh. I, I think that she was in that second trans, second Transformers movie, and then she had her own solo movie in this Jennifer's body, and then she kind of. Uh, but it could just be she was sexually abused, dude. I don't know. Like maybe it's not just like a oh yeah, there you go. So that when is the after picture that you're showing? Not sure. Are you showing the audience here? I mean that on honestly Obviously she looks way younger in the the left one. The one on the left does not look like the hell. <laughs> the hell is that person calling me for? <laughs> Jeezo. The one on the left looks like not the Megan Fox that anybody really knows. That's like yeah. pre-fame Megan Fox. She doesn't have, you know, she's like in high school or something. <laughs> like that's that's a little too young, but nonetheless She's gone through some shit, especially with these producers sexualizing her in the media and in her films. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's what every female in Hollywood pretty much goes through, right? Or at least seemingly so. I don't want to, don't want to say everybody is being sexualized. And you know what? Honestly, you go into Hollywood and you say all these, these producers and, and ad companies and whatever whoever else is sexualizing you. Yeah. But people always forget they're allowing them to do it. You can say no to shit. 
you can go to Hollywood and you can have an acting career and say, oh, we want you to do this scene where you're just the, the biggest slut in the world. Oh, I get You that. can say no. You yeah. say, no, I don't want to do that. Or if, hey, we want to do this ad commercial. We want you to look this way. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. That's the, that's the, um, the strife that comes with this decision of being in Hollywood is that you have this desire to be a star. You know, you have this drive to act. You want to perform. You want to be in front of the camera. You want to be a performer. Yes. But you don't want to be a fucking stripper. You don't want to be a porn star. Be good enough at your craft that you don't have to do that shit. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people in Hollywood that don't do that shit. That get jobs and are great fucking actors and actresses. That's true. How about just be better and then you won't have to sell yourself like that to get the gigs. Yeah, to a point, I agree. And, you know, it's like it goes back to sex sells. You know, it's about making money. And it's all about that. And so when producers look at these young, attractive ladies, they go, I'm going to make some money off of you. That's all they're thinking. It, they're not thinking about how does she feel. They're not thinking about what will this do to her later. They're not thinking, uh, will she be drinking blood five True. years down the road? <laughs> True. But again, like I said, they also have the capability of decision making. Yeah, but you're not that smart when you're young. Right? Like when you were 19, you weren't that smart. No, Neither I was, was I. A, I was a dipshit. See? So when she's 19 going into this Hollywood, I don't know if she was 19, everybody. I'm just kind of like throwing that out there. When young people go into Hollywood, they don't know. They don't know. Uh, maybe they do know, but I'm I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. They don't know what the worst of the worst could be for them. They assume that there is good intent there. But when you get a producer in the room. Well, then I have to ask, too. What have you done? What did you do in your life that you burned so many bridges that no one around you is looking out for you? Mm. You don't have anyone close in your circle or in your family that is looking out for your best at all. Oh, so she that she could take this information to and be like, hey, yeah, hey, here's this, what they're is doing. Is this a to good me. idea? What am I doing here? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. And maybe that's who Hollywood, at that point. Maybe you're just a garbage person. But maybe that's what Hollywood attracts. Not Possibly. not garbage people, but I'm just saying Hollywood attracts broken people. Mm. You know, broken families. Yeah. Do whatever it takes and whatever you want me to do, I'll do. As long as, Holly- you, get, as, long as you get me out of where I'm in. Hollywood is a gang. Yeah. Right? They'll, they'll embrace you, but they're just going to do some stuff to you. It's going to fuck you up. Right? Yeah. That's what I would say. So it's, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't, and I don't want to say that everybody in Hollywood is fucked up. I don't want to say like, you know, oh, this is all what that is. But I'm just saying for Megan Fox, she had this psychological breakdown. Now she's married to a dude break, you know, cutting his chest open, getting bled on, drinking it. Shit. You know? Yeah. It's just weird. It's weird. You, hey, Megan Fox, do you like where you're at in life right now? Come on, Megan. Ask yourself. Hmm. Hey, MGK. Do you like where you're at in life right now? Hmm. Doing horrible covers of other people's songs? I bet you they love where they're at right now. If you guys haven't gonna listen to some of this shit, his stuff that he's coming out with is bad. That's very bad. Very bad. Oh, boy. Oh, I boy. mean, both of you are kind of washed up at this point. Well, maybe that's... What has Megan Fox done recently? I get you. Okay. What, obviously, he's just doing other people's songs and not doing very good at it. 
I think they should start a Yoko Ono cover band. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Megan Fox should get up there screaming like the wind and just let her rip. Right? (laughs) Whatever Yoko does. Yeah, MGK can kind of play guitar and then she can sing because she'll probably be better than him. He'll play a sitar. Anyway, you guys, hey, it's been a fun episode. Make sure to go check out PardonMyAmerican.com. If you're listening to this on audio, stop what you're doing, okay? Stop your car, stop an airplane, stop anything, and rate and review. Download, subscribe, rate and review. That's what you can do. Yes, And if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment and subscribe. Also share. Yes, share. Alrighty? Showing is growing. Show everyone you can. He is growing. Yes, indeed. All right, Christopher. Thank you, everybody. It was awesome. Yes, indeed. All righty. Cheers. Until next time, sayonara, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.